Sophie, I have a question for you. Have you been hearing buzzwords like gut health and toxin-free mm. cleaners? And are you lost and not knowing where to even start? Or like, what should somebody do if they don't know where to start? Mm. Man, it can get so overwhelming trying to figure out what essential oil will help you, what types of cleaners are safe for you and your family, and why on earth one should even care about something called gut health. That's where Young Living comes in. Yes. So every single product that Young Living sells is toxin-free, third-party tested, and also highly recommended by Sophie and myself. Um, it's a one-stop shop for all things healthy and safe. And the added bonus of more of us. With us. Yeah. So it is a network marketing company. So when you sign up, you get the support and question answering from Emily and I. Uh, how to use something, what on earth you can use to help with whatever ailment you're dealing with, like head tension and stomach aches or like car sickness or, you know, your kids needing to focus on schoolwork, that kind of thing, and how to stretch your dollar to uh, get as much as possible on a budget. Exactly. So like when you become a member with Young Living, you get a permanent 24% mm. discount on all products. Yes. And that's huge, especially if you're on a budget. So you can order monthly from Young Living and earn up to 25% back in points also. And you can use those points to get products in the future. Mm -hmm. So let's replace those candles, invest in your health, and have peace of mind with your cleaning products when you sign up to become a member with Young Living. Yes, I know some of the stuff that I've used from Young Living already has like drastically so helped, um, mm -hmm. just especially with sick season and all the things. Mm. So I'm excited. I ordered my big essential starter kit, and I'm so excited to get it in. So if you want to be excited like me... Yes. Um, there's only a few steps you have to do. It's super easy. So all you have to go uh, do is go to youngliving.com. Just choose your products you want, and then you have to enter our sign-up code. And that code, get ready, is 31330527. And you enter that code in the enroller box. And so you can buy whatever you want, as little or as much as you want, um, and to get the permanent discount of 24% off, make sure that you make a one-time product purchase of 100 PV. And that's just product volume and everything on the site is listed with the product volume number. So you'll be able to figure out what you need to customize to get to that 100 PV. And after that, you're set. Otherwise, you can just purchase everything at retail price. Mm. Ready to get started ditching the toxins and living your best life? Then make sure you head to youngliving.com, snag the products that you're wanting, and enter 31330527 in the enroller box. We can't wait to have you join our Young Living family. Yay! Welcome to Hallmark Remarks. Hallmark Remarks. Ba -da -da. Not COVID edition. No, I still, <laughs> I'm like, as I cough, I'm having yeah. like, I don't think it's residual COVID stuff. I think it's just like the weather is crazy stuff. So, you know, congestion, whatever. Mm. I'm putting my thieves everywhere on my body and like, mm. um, sore throat from congestion so you know honey thieves mm. not some bad stuff but all things yeah. considered i don't have covid i have been back to work the past two days um so i am a little tired because i did nothing for a week and a half or a week and then i go to teach five dance classes and work at a coffee shop and all kinds of stuff so i'm a little tired right now but today's a day off so i'm happy to spend part of my afternoon with you sophie 
Yes, I'm just, I'm so thrilled. I think that what you have is what I call January. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I did, I have started seeing the, um, all right, so how's everybody's 600th day of freaking January going? Literally. <laughs> January's weird, right? Like, I don't know. I used to, I used to have a lot of like New Year's resolutions and stuff. I don't necessarily do that anymore, but I kind of have like a, you know, this is kind of how I want my year to look. This is any new behaviors I want to adopt or do something. So, like, I used to start January with, like, all this motivation, and I'm, like, ready to go. And now I'm, like, eh, why is it, like, day 923 of January 2022? I, <laughs> I don't get why we make – I mean, obviously, the new year, you make your new year's resolutions. But it's so funny to me that January is what starts the year mm-hmm. because it's the most dead – month it's so i'm not hating on it i actually i like the forced downtime and the like more cozy inside days and movies and books and you know like board games and like that kind of stuff but i'm like it's slow you're not in your regular routine if you're wanting to be like healthy and fit you're coming off of like you know sugar galore holiday you're still addicted to you know all that and you can't like go outside it I feel like whenever I've made a fitness goal in, like, May, I've stuck to it. Oh, because yeah. I'm like, oh, well, at least I can go, outside. Can go outside. At least I can go. Right. And it's, like, in January, the only options you have are, like, treadmill, pe- Peloton bike, free weights. Like, which is fine, mm-hmm. but if you've done nothing, it's just so funny to me. Anyway. It's interesting. Um, but I don't, hate, I don't hate January. Yeah, I've read, but, I read man, a book. it's a long month. It is a really long month. And mm-hmm. especially – like you said, it's cold. So like when I was sick, my boyfriend and I both had COVID and we were like, well, we could go for walks and stuff. But half the time that we were sick, it's like freezing and windy and icy and all kinds of stuff. And so we did manage to go for a couple of really good walks, like three days in a row when we started feeling better. But we said that too. We were like, I wish it just it was just warm because even then yeah. we could just sit outside or like we could mm. read outside or we could do something other than being like, <laughs> my poor family was like, are you guys going to like get out of the house at all? Like, we can't. It's freezing. <laughs> it's, like, do you want to get out of the house? It's awful. <laughs> like it's yeah. so bad. But I did read a book. Um, and now that I can rejoin society, I'm going to go today to the bookstore to get the second book of that series. I'm very excited Ooh. about it. Was that the Thorns one? Yeah, A Court know? of okay. Thorns and Roses. I, it's been popular yes. for a while, especially if anybody is on like TikTok and like it's I would say bookstagrammers have been uh I've seen it since you talked about it I'm like oh that's what she's talking about and it's very I mean there I don't know I really liked it but it's not anything that I haven't read before I guess like it's oh okay it's like a plot line that's kind of a better a better done version of a plot line that's been done before you know so I but I I do really like it and I'm gonna read I want to read the second one so I'm gonna go get the second one today and um hopefully read that it won't take me very long to read it. But now, like you said, we have time. So I'm going to, you know, read a book and maybe play a game and color a picture. Still trying to live into the rest of um, being sick without being sick. So, yeah, it is kind of like it's tempting the moment you feel like you're not dying. You know, you're like, all right, then I can go back to it. And yeah. it's like you, you get to be back into your normal routine at 100% when your body is at 100%. Right. Which is otherwise not match it. Like if you're at sixty percent, you only get to be at sixty percent. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Um, book wise, I'm actually so the book Bear Town was super popular. It came out 
I actually don't remember when it came out, but um, a year or two ago it was really popular. Kind of like where the crawdads sing. Like, mm. people would say, oh, my gosh, it's such a great book, and then they wouldn't say why. And so I saw that a few times, and uh, one of my really good friends had read it, and she's very, like, artsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes I'm, like, intimidated because I'm just not. And so when there's, like, poetic, you know, writing, it, it goes over my head a little bit. So I'm like, maybe I will, maybe I won't, you know, whatever. Well, I finally – um, I got it from the library, which gave me, like, that push of I have to read it. Mm. Um, it took me a few days to read the first ten chapters, which was about not even – like, a fourth of the book maybe. Um, and then the rest of the book I read in one sitting. Wow. <laughs> like, could not put it down. Wow, it was so that's great. And the first – it's because – the first ten took me a while because he writes in a different way. Like, um, you would be inside of a different character's head – every like two or three paragraphs oh okay. so yeah so like it was it, i'm used to if that happens i'm used to every chapter, chapter changing but it was like you it, you constantly went back and forth well, anyway all that explanation i'm reading there's a book after okay. um, bear town that he wrote and it's just there's a lot of um heaviness and like the mental health issues and you know the the good and the bad and the ugly of community so it's been good it took me a few days once again to get into it yeah but I'm plowing through, like, the last little bit. I'm not super familiar with it. What is the, like, what's the concept of this book? Is it, like, fiction? So, it's fiction. Um, can't say too much because um, it would it would give it, it would give away the part that, like, really hooks you. Um, but essentially, it's this town in, I can't, I can't remember if it's North America or if it's Canada. I mean, but it's literally that close to each other, right. you know. So, I mean, we're talking, like, I don't know if it's Washington State or, you know, yeah. um, Canada. But anyway, it's a uh, hockey town. And oh, they okay. talk about just a lot of the hardships and the factory is, like, letting go, you know, of people. And, you know, how is the community going to survive? And um, life will be brought back to the community if the local hockey team wins the, like, championship game. I love because that. People will come, you know, from wherever to have to train there, um, yada, yada. And the general manager played in the NHL mm. was like a kid from – it's called Beartown. Cute. You know, so, okay. Yeah, um, from Beartown. And, you know, the Bearskins is what the hockey t- club is, all kind of stuff. And just like um, all the pressure that's put on the, the star player – and you and you kind of think it's going to go that route of like crumbling under that and and it's like um a really creative way to show the side characters in an equal amount Ooh. while also having main characters yeah. it's so interesting and so um and you just kind of see like you want to hate people but he just does a good job of showing like everybody's humanity <gasps> that's good know? yeah yeah so if if you read um such a fun age there's a book that one's newer i think it was like 2020 it came out mm. um you know and like there's these conflicts and each side you're kind of like oh yeah i get that but also that was weird i don't know if i'm on your side mm. and then the other side and, and eventually the book ends and you realize you were on nobody's side except for the main character and she was over there going you guys are all crazy <laughs> like <laughs> and i like that i like that it wasn't so like monotone like one-sided you have to understand you know that one's about racism so it's like mm-hmm. you know uh uh you are an absolute racist for this reason. And you felt the conflict of, yeah, but there were other layers there. 
um, to make that hard for you to just say you are this one thing and yet you can't let that go. Yeah. You know, it, it was just, it was interesting. And that's how Beartown is. So you just have all these different people from different walks of life and this hardness that comes from it's cold nine months of the year mm-hmm. and we're in the forest and the forest is dark and he just poetically brings in this like forest aspect mm. to everything. I don't I know. It's, it's so hard to explain, but like when you read it, you're like, this is a rich yeah. book. Um, yeah. I love and that. That sounds yeah, really cool. The conflict is interesting. A lot of stuff that I've been reading is just like, <laughs> like young adult, like fantasy novels, like a yeah. Court of Thorns and Roses is about, right. you know, a, a fantastical, like there's fairies and she's a hunter in the beginning and like mm-hmm. has to live with these fairies because she killed... Um, she like basically took a life and now the tr- there's like a treaty that she has to uphold and all this stuff. And like, it's, um, you know, there's obviously there's the court and there's this, uh, like forbidden forest enchanted land that nobody in the human world is allowed to cross into. There's this magic wall that's put up and then there's like conflict in in this land that's going to spill out into the human world and then she falls in love and you know makes a bargain and all this stuff and so there's five books in this series and that your book sounds so different it's very different (laughs) but i want to i want to like branch out a little bit um i have so many books that i have yet to read and i think we've talked about our little book exchange on here before so i i've read some books that you sent me and then you sent me like sisterhood of the traveling pants and all the boys i've loved before so that style Mm. still fiction still kind of like young adult fiction but not the fantasy route like route yeah so you know that's where i live it's either like yeah it's either like theology true crime or like young adult fiction that i like those are the three worlds i live in when i read so it's gonna be fun to branch out i think and now we are an unofficial book review podcast everyone i know (laughs) my thing is i've reckoned well and we're allowed to do that because we are reviewing today the second aurora tea garden Mm -hmm. uh uh, movie and she's a librarian so we can talk about books and there are books turned movies so it's perfect (laughs) yes um but yeah i have learned that I've, i've noticed of myself that when my life is just really really hard and stressful the young adult books are exactly what i need because they're um they're you know these like serious love relationships between like 17 year olds and you're like i can get into that like it's so dumb it's so ridiculous but it's mindless you know yeah um and and yet there's still like really cool storyline there so you can just you can cheer for the characters you know whatever and you're reading (laughs) um and then when i'm like kind of in this like cozy introspective place that's when i want not the young adult yeah. but i do, i still want fiction yeah. um and then theology or like professional development i'm like i can maybe read a chapter a day of that <laughs> that's something that if i want it to stick i have to read it slowly and like take notes and stuff yeah and so yeah. i don't I, I mean i could just read it cover to cover but nothing's gonna stick and it's gonna just feel like i took in all this information without actually letting it marinate and so i want to you know, change the way I read and study those types of books versus just sitting and, and reading mm-hmm. and any yeah. fiction type that I want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's what we're reading, folks. Yeah. Um, welcome to January. Yeah. And I fully encourage everyone to get cozy on the couch, put your phone away. Don't don't have your phone near you. Yeah. Um, watch good movies. Um, read some books. Work on some puzzles. Yep. Color some pictures. Color a picture. I've been doing my watercolors lately. I Ooh. haven't done that in years. So that's been fun. So anyway, I'll have that. to say, um, we are going to just kind of end that part. 
Banter over. And banter over. Um, and we're going to slide into uh, the movie we watched. Emily, yeah. what movie did we watch for this week's episode? So for this week, we did the second movie in the Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries series. And this one was called Real Murders. And I... I think I liked it more than the first one. And I, in full transparency, I didn't get to finish it. Um, I have like 20 minutes left of the movie. So I don't know who done it. Sophie knows who done it. But in true fashion, we're not going to tell you because I, yeah. I still want to watch the end of it and see what, what like happened. But, yeah. you know, we in the first movie, we established that she is a sleuth. She's a librarian. She loves murder mysteries and true crime. And she's the president of this real murders club and this next movie opens up with you know they're about to go to a meeting that night and one of the wives uh, or one of the members is murdered and then that spirals into aurora doing her thing again sleuthing it out and because it was somebody in the real murders club we find out that the details of this murder match the same details of the murder that they were going to be talking about at their meeting that night. So then more murders happen, more fingers are pointed, and we find out that all the details kind of line up with similar murders that happened in the past. And so Aurora is having to kind of be three steps ahead and almost anticipate who might be next based on their details and how they line up with real murders to try and stop the killer. So... I really liked it because I think it was a lot more on the edge of my seat and intriguing than the first one. And I like how it was set up as like a, who's the suspect? Are they in this club? Is it somebody that we've seen? Is it a mystery person? And then, you know, she gets to sleuth about and there's a new like love interest and all kinds of stuff. So that's what we're dealing with. That's what we're watching, everybody. Yeah, I will agree. I think it was one of those, like, instead of necessarily comparison, it was definitely just that step up. Like, yeah. it was like, all right, first one got us there to understand that she, you know, the, the way that she is and how people interact with each other. And then the second one just, like, kept that going and just had, yeah, I think the storyline was great. Because sometimes those second ones, you know, they just kind of fall flat because the first yeah. mystery was so, like, good or yeah. whatever. Um, but honestly, this one... Okay, how do I say this? In the end, my brain, like, or towards the end, I was like, oh, I have a feeling it's that person because they drop very, I will say that the mysteries are, are a little bit hard to, like, solve, um, in my opinion, like, as a viewer, but they drop very subtle hints, but on several characters, and so you're kind of constantly going, it could be them, it could be that, but, you know, and so you're almost, like, going with her and... She's like, I'm suspecting them, but I'm not saying they actually did it, mm -hmm. you know, kind of thing until you just like process of elimination. You know, somebody drops out because they absolutely were not at the location or, right. you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, the way this one worked, I, I actually enjoyed it because um, Emily said it where uh, they were like each each murder or attempt was following the storyline of previous murders that they had reviewed at the club. That's a cool twist. That's really you cool. Know? Yeah. And it really kept it go coming back to it's not somebody outside the club. Yeah. But, like, who could it have been? Like, nobody gives off those vibes, you know, whatever. And it was just – it was so uh, 
uh, in a good way, twisted. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, it, and it kept me kind of on my toes going. And so I, I'm kind of going, what what the crap else are you going to do? Also, are all of these going to be about murders? Right. Because this small town's going to have a bunch of freaking murders. Their population is, is dwindling. <laughs> and, it's a, and it's a small town. Small like, town. it is not a big town. No. So anyway, um, I know we always like to like kind of critique a few, not critique, but like talk about like some of the smaller stuff. Her outfits were flipping cute. cute. Like they, yeah. You could tell it was a colder time because they were mostly – they were, like, wearing jackets. It was rainy. It was kind of like that last time. I think that town is yeah. just – that's, like, the normal weather. Yeah. Um, it gave me, like, either early spring or middle of fall. I couldn't really tell. I think maybe early spring um, vibes or whatever, but – she wore some like really just cute dresses that I mean, homegirl has like such a good body. Like it just, I, mean, really. I was like, man, <laughs> like why? What can you wear that isn't good? So, but cute. she actually wore. It was raining outside. Oh, this part annoyed me. So it was raining outside. They were looking for a piece of evidence. She has an umbrella with a pea coat though, mm-hmm. which I found weird because yeah. I don't wear a pea coat when it's raining. Mm-hmm. It's wool, you know. And the and her and her friend were wearing booties like for shoes yeah cute ones yeah we're not talking about rain booties which Haley owns and they are cute looking but these are like what i wore to work literally yesterday and they're like suede and they're getting in like the grass and the the mulch and stuff and i'm going you just ruined your shoes this This is so weird to me this is so funny because this is something that like women notice when we watch movies yes <laughs> she's wearing these huge did you notice the huge like wedge heels that she wears in the beginning and she wears them a couple times throughout but they're like she must be really short i don't know how tall yeah. she is in real life but like these wedges are huge and they're clunky nice. but she can walk in them i'm not judging the heels at all because like if you can walk in them own it i don't care when you wear them but I think maybe looking for a piece of evidence in a rainy neighborhood, like yeah. walking in grass and dirt and everything, yeah. <laughs> like maybe not the best time. But and like, okay, <laughs> you don't always get to decide that you're going to be wearing the right outfit to go look for a piece of evidence. True. And the weather doesn't allow. True. <laughs> but I was like, it just was so, um, I, from a viewer's point of like perspective, I get that like in normal life you can't always change, but we know that you can for a movie. And they chose for that day on set to put an outfit on them that did not make sense. Yeah. That bothered me. Also, Aurora, you know you're literally sleuthing and hunting for clues all the right. time. I never see right. you work. Like this movie, I don't see her go to work. And no. so, ma'am, you keep an extra pair of shoes in your car. Be prepared. I mean, yes. And Okay, so this is a little bit of a spoiler for Emily because she hasn't seen the last few minutes. But towards the end, um, the, one of the murders have to, has to do with um, a library, okay? So, like, in a, in a dictionary. Like, the person hit the, the their wife over the head with um, a dictionary oh, and no. then hung themselves. Oh, gosh. Like, yeah. So that was, like, part of it. And I was going, it didn't occur to you that one of the murders involves – a library and that you should be aware of the fact that you work at a library and that might come into play like that didn't ever just like huh let's keep an eye out for that saga you know i feel like because i remember her she and the there's a new character robin robin who is a Mm -hmm. murder mystery author who comes to town in the very beginning of the movie he's introduced like right away and uh aurora's friend sally who's the reporter she introduces Robin to Aurora, and that's kind of like the new like flirty love interest. But I, um, 
Hold on. I lost my track of my train of thought. What was I talking about? I was saying um, the library and oh. she should have like put that together. Got yeah. it. <laughs> we They were putting together this. So Robin and Aurora were putting together this like, you know, clue board like she did in the yeah. first movie. They set it up this like layout of all the pictures and suspects and everything like that. And Aurora put a piece of paper about like a library murder, but it, it was talked about so quickly. Cause I think like she's so focused on everybody else that it's like, Oh yeah, there's a librarian here. That's a connection. But then she just moves on. So right. I, yeah, I was like, I feel like I would personally be really paying yeah. attention to where I'm connected if I'm involved right. because I don't want to be killed. Well, and I think a lot of them, too, involved, like, um, one of them was um, a set of parents were involved in a situation. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, like, her dad is set and mom is, are separated, and so her mom's, like, in town with her. But, so that one didn't apply to her, and it was kind of obvious, you yeah. know? So, like, those types of things, I was like, okay. And the library one had to do with, like, a husband and wife. Yeah. But you're still just going, I don't know. It, it just... That kind of stuff, It's it didn't make or break it for me. It was just silly, yeah. you know, that I noticed it and I was like, whatever. Yeah. But um, the way things, like, rolled out was just good. And I will say towards the end, even though people push, people push back so much on her in the first movie, they were a lot more lax and kind of recognized, like, she knows her stuff yeah. in this one. But the um, new wife mm-hmm. of... Aurora's ex-boyfriend, Arthur. So you got Arthur and Lynn, and then you got Aurora. Well, uh, Arthur and Lynn are police officers. So from the last movie you saw, she and Lynn didn't get along. Lynn, you know, didn't like her. Um, Yeah, they definitely butted heads. Um, And uh, this time it was like Lynn backed off a lot on, like, just straight up hating her. Mm -hmm. And she had pressure from her boss who was like, don't share any of these details. And she's like, yeah, he was, like, really angry. And, I'm, and she literally looked at him and was like, thanks to Aurora, like, we, this person lived, A, but then also we are finally able to tie in why these murders are happening this way, why that, because um, the evidence would always be planted in someone's, like, car mm-hmm. or apartment or whatever um, to kind of, like, turn it, you know, get everybody's attention there, but it was always some, some planted something. Yeah. So it was like, why is that happening? But Aurora was able to figure out why. Yeah. And yet Lynn, so Lynn had pressure from the boss, making her angry at Aurora, but she still also has like some bitterness. And I'm not going to judge that. I think this one, I think this movie was the more normal version of how that, that relationship would roll out where it's like, okay, I'll play along. But then once you start getting me in trouble with my supervisor, I'm not going to like you. I was like, yeah, that's, that's actually pretty normal. Yeah. The last movie, it was like, I think we've never talked to each other, and I'm going to give you attitude because we now live near each other. Yeah. I was like, oh, shut That's up. That's <laughs> what we said last time, that I'm hoping yes. that the characters develop, like, we get to see their backstories moving forward because it was just, like, a little bit unnecessary, the drama in the first movie. And it, it like, started out that way for me in this movie. I texted Sophie, and I said, Lynn just – it it's just so hard to like her. She just makes it so yeah. hard to like her as a character. But – She's also, like, a new mom, and she mentioned in the, like, her quote was, like, I have a teething baby and, like, a supervisor breathing down my neck. I can't deal with you, like, essentially meddling and everything. But then once Aurora stops a murder and is, like, really – she's actually handing over all the evidence and the clues and stuff that she's finding. Like, the first movie, she kept – 
all the evidence for a long time and kind of put herself in danger a little bit. This one, she's like, I like that they have her giving everything over to the police, but still doing her own work and then like sharing everything. So I feel like we're going to start to see it. We didn't want to spoil it for last week, but I'm going to spoil it now. Um, So spoiler alert for the first movie. Yeah. The big, big piece of evidence, or the piece of evidence that she did not share with the police was a human a skull. Human skull found in a house. A human skull. Like, <laughs> and it was the the skull of the person who was murdered, and she was trying to figure it out, and she didn't tell them she had the freaking skull. She had so a skull. Like, Forever. That, I, I was sitting there going, all right, so we've grown. Yeah. Um, we've stopped Gross. keeping, you know, human remains in our possession and not get handing it over good job my favorite from the first movie now that we talk about it she hides it in her mom's closet in like a duffel bag and then all of a sudden her mom is like bringing the duffel bag to aurora's house and aurora's like mom did you open that and she was like yeah it's a skull i assumed it was just a prop for your murder club and she's like no that's real no it's a real one (laughs) she's like you had a Skull. She's like freaking out, which I thought was so yes. funny. So which, yeah, I mean, gross. I would too. So, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So I did. I enjoyed like a lot of aspects. Um, I think the acting is great. Mm-hmm. Like truly, I think it's really good. Yeah. Um, the timing of things is is going well. I think there's some like character development stuff that I'm like, eh, but it, it's kind of one of those. They only have so much time. Yeah. Um, but I told Emily this beforehand. I have one one thing that I found odd um so uh aurora and this like minister guy were dating in the last movie and you open up with kind of the explanation that they're not together anymore which i kind of have a feeling they might do that for each movie that she there's always a new love interest yeah maybe one kind of sticks and sticks around for maybe a two movie thing um and i'm okay with that i'm okay with like that's how the dating scene is so whatever yeah um and and she even said like we just had nothing in common and you saw several times it was it was obvious she did not go to church she didn't yeah. you know whatever so i'm like yeah you, you just wouldn't and so um anyway it was fine it was fine that they broke up i wasn't like heartbroken over it yeah um and then you meet robin mm-hmm. well you meet robin via her friend who is a very attractive very great personality like very just cool person in my opinion yeah. she's a she's a journalist has a steady job that she actually flipping works at yeah um and he happens to be aurora's like favorite author mm-hmm. but i just and and they they would run into each other where this dude and her best friend were together and yet her best friend would would just so like casually be like oh i have to go but you and aurora can keep hanging out and i was like okay she's being a, a wing woman and yeah. i love that yeah but there was like never any interest between those two that makes no sense to me because she's super attractive and she's going out of her way he's like new in town so she was like at a grocery store with him showing him you know apparently you have to have somebody tour you around a grocery grocery store store. but yeah you know whatever um and it just kind of always like and and then two seconds after meeting aurora he was like well i just really like you so you have to figure out how you feel about that you know whatever Yeah, yeah and i was like okay but let's go back to her friend is equally and i mean that equally as attractive Mm -hmm. is pretty spunky pretty cool and she was just not even i don't know it it was like i expect i wasn't there going as a viewer going this doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me so i'd love for them in the next few movies um to be able to like um go and give her some yeah part of that for the storyline yeah. but we'll see yeah and i'm curious because it could have gone either way and i would have been fine with it and so in this one it, he you know takes a liking to aurora she's 
Obviously, they have a lot in common. He's a murder mystery author. She loves murder, you know, and books and whatnot. Um, And also her friend is a journalist. And so she's a writer. She would have that in common with him, too. She met him through her boss. So I think I could have seen it go either way. And I agree. Like, I want Sally, her friend, to... I want to see her, like, developed a little bit more in the next movie or, you know, couple movies because she's great. And I love the dynamic between her and Aurora and all this stuff. I think she's a really great character. And, you know, we see a lot of her in this movie, and that's really cool, too. So I'm curious what they're going to do with that. I'm glad that he was not – I'm assuming he's not the the killer. Like, they kind of rule that out pretty early on. But I was like, okay. But, yeah, like, within the first scene – Aurora and her mom are talking and her mom was like, I really wish you would get back together with him. And she was like, we didn't have anything in common. And her mom goes, oh, that's besides the point. I know. (laughs) You feign interest. That that was such a stereotypical, like, um, mom just wants daughter to be in a relationship. Yeah. I know it's coming from a place of, like, to be happy. Yeah. But I think it's interesting to watch TV play that out because – on the outside, you're like, that makes no sense. Like, why would a mom, you know, want that? And yet, I have seen time and time again where it's the grandparents, the aunts, the, you know, friends from – the older friends from, like, church, you yeah. know, those types of people who are sitting there going, hey, like, um, you know, well, just give them a chance. And you're like, we have nothing in common. Yeah, but you just never know. This one random obscure person that I knew, you know, whatever. Yeah. If you, I don't know if anybody's seen it, but there's a movie called He's Just Not That Into You. Oh, it's so good. And the rule, she said, that's the exception, not the rule. Like, just because you know one random obscure person who has made it work when it looked like seemingly nothing on the, you know, on paper was going to match mm-hmm. up, it worked, doesn't mean that's the rule. Like, normal people need something. Like, most of my friends, we have some layer, like, a several layers of connection yeah. to make it a thing. You yeah. Know? And then you build from there. But to sit there and be like, I mean, that's truly like somebody who completely doesn't believe in God trying mm-hmm. to date somebody who completely does. And everybody's like, just give it a chance. It doesn't you work. Know? I've died, tried doesn't. to do it. It doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work. So anyway, those those things, it's so funny to watch TV like try to play that out. Yeah. And you just see how ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way to make it uh, not manipulative. Mm-hmm. And there's also no way to make it make sense. Yeah. It, it doesn't, you yeah. know? So even as cheesy as those end up being, I'm like, I kind of like it because it just reminds people it's so stupid. Yeah, it doesn't make to, any sense like, like in real life. And yeah. so that's a good segue because we have some good online dating yes, stories. Do. Like, you know, a lot of these movies, they're just trying to meet organically, whatever. But online mm-hmm. dating is such a thing in mm-hmm. our world. And we asked um, last week for people to send in their online dating stories. And we've got a few good responses that Sophie's going to share uh, because I haven't seen them. And she's just going to read off some great stories that you guys have sent in. And I'm really excited to hear them. <laughs> okay. So I will start off with um, um, one of the, like a good one is one of my friends and one of our followers said that she met her boyfriend, her current boyfriend on the app Upward after seeing it advertised on Instagram. Nice. Um, and it's like Lecrae who's usually like advertising it, yeah. you know, so like that's cool. That's a success story. We love that. But um, two that I just absolutely was dying over um, were submitted and one said, um, sorry, let me get to the right, the right part. Um, 
one guy that liked to dress up and be treated like a baby found uh, found that out through my intuition to odd things he'd said. Like, what? He, and I said, like an actual baby? And she said, yes. Like, they never met in person, realized something was weird, and I asked the right questions in time. I mean, do you, <laughs> but, like, that's not anything I want to be a part of. So, uh, uh, can you? Here's my thing. Like, we all have our weird stuff, like the things that we care about. You never let anybody know about that until they really like you. Also, like, you, don't like go to therapy, please. Yeah, that, that just doesn't that, sound like somebody who's that got that in check. Is our beyond belief? Okay. Yeah. Um. The other one said, um, <laughs> one guy, um, that she was like. I don't know if they were talking or if they went on a date, asked if I'd be okay recording audio of using the bathroom. <gasps> <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to know, I want to know how long, how, like, not this specifically, but just in general, like, how long of a conversation do you need to yes. have with somebody for them right. to then all of a sudden be like, so listen, we've had, two hey. conversations are you yep. down for i mean granted i right I, I would kind of appreciate getting to know that right off the right. bat so that i could right. nip that in the bud but right. i i don't i don't have a mm-hmm. oh god for free yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so true that's so true for i oh. so here's the thing I, so I actually got several. Those were the best. That's amazing. Um, those I, were the most, can't. like, jaw-dropping. Like, I wanted to be treated like a baby, and also I want you to record, like, a different one. Like, I want you to record yourself using the bathroom. Like, what? <laughs> I can't. I think I hear stories of, like, um, you know, finding out the person is, like, divorced and has kids right. and stuff isn't – that's not the worst. Like, that's no. not – not, that's not – to me, like, those are not red flags. Obviously, I have a child, you know. Right. Um, it's not a red flag. It's kind of the, like, how you find out. And you have every right, if those are your story, like, to share it um, and the timing that works best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're talking a year. I have heard, like, a massively long period of time. That's a long by. time. Like, yeah. at least you're not still yeah. married with a family, but, like, a year right. to not share that you were divorced with a family? Well, I'm sitting there going, you can't tell me he actually is. Like, oh, exactly. <laughs> because yeah. if you're going to wait a year. Um, so things like that or even just, um, like, dropping a bomb of, like, all of this, like, stuff that, you know, you, you look like this, like, clean teetotaler person and then you just drop all of this actually on all these things. And yeah. You're like, well, I had a friend, an uh, old roommate who had that that happened to her years ago, and she just sat there and was like, okay. And it, they, like, tried to kind of keep going, and then he ended up breaking it off. It was so interesting. Yeah. But I was just like, okay. But I do – it's a slight transition. It's not a huge okay. transition. Okay. I know we have to wrap up soon, and Sophie has a well, big announcement. I do. I have a big announcement to share with everybody. Uh, this week – I created my Hinge profile. <gasps> yeah! And I'm officially online dating. I say again, I had done Bumble and Tinder like years ago. Oh, Gave Tinder. them like Ooh. a solid shot. Yeah. I know. Went on, went on a few dates and nothing ever really came of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever. Um, I was like, I was in an okay place for it, but I think like I didn't know fully what I was wanting. Yeah. Um, not, listen, I know I long term want like a deep, good quality relationship for sure but in the exploring part mm-hmm. of like what kind of personality what type of like mindset what yeah. type of you know those types of things i was kind of like eh, you know you never know so yeah and, and i did that and i just kept getting really casual dudes um and i was like 
No. Mm-hmm. It's not even worth a date. Like, mm-hmm. it's just not. And so this time I'm going into it going, I, I would like the in-person date to happen fairly quickly. I don't want to drag out the, like, online part. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I'm being, I'm being pretty picky. Like if I don't, if I, if the, if there's even one thing that I'm like, eh, you know, I just don't even try. That's, I'm like, no, no that's I'm not good. doing that with you. I think that's um, really good. And then that way, I, and, and I'm making a rule for myself that I'm only going to have max like two or three guys I'm talking to yeah. on the app, um, off the app one, maybe two. Yeah. Um, because I, it's, it's emotionally exhausting. If it people is. are listening right now who have never online dated, it is like, Imagine being in three group texts at once that you are constantly having to keep up with and updating people on your life or, you know, whatever. Like, that's the level of exhaustion it is because you're trying to be, like, outgoing and personable and engaging and you have to kind of fake a little bit of it because it's via text and you don't know each other's, like, nuances yet and add in – you're doing that times, like, three. And with people you've never met, you don't know who they are either and you're trying to figure out who they are. So – I am taking it slow, but I'm trying to invest the time that I do into it well. So, like, if yeah. I can only really just dive in for, like, 30 to 45 minutes a day, like, I do it and I, you know, try to connect. And if it's not working, I just – I either ghost or I'm like, this isn't working. And I just move on. Right. I don't care, you know. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of – that's my big announcement. That's, yeah. Um, I love we'll that. See. I'm trying to force myself not to um, do the whole, you know – hop out after a week yeah um, I do think that you need to like stick with it for a little bit um but it's not it doesn't have to be the end you know it, it can be something I do for a couple of months and yeah. then stop but yeah I am excited because if there's success with it awesome like that's so great um and if there's not I have really great content so for much podcast. good content and I think that like it's it's not taboo so much, but I think, like, no. what people fail to realize is, especially in the Christian world of dating, people fail to realize that, like, going on dates with different people at the same time, like, dating two or three people at the same time is not uh, this, like, horrible, bad thing. Like, mm-hmm. you have to no. you have to practice at it. Like, you have to practice connecting with people, going on dates. You know, if you're not used to that it's like a conversation art. It's like just like going out and making friends as an adult isn't very easy. Dating is something that you have to work at. And I think it's great that you're already being so like, I'm not surprised that you're already being so intentional with it. But like, you have to go into it with that mindset of like, I'm going to be intentional because like, this is something that I'm going to have to work at forever. And, Mm -hmm. you know, constantly put effort into so why not start it that way and really like, I think going on dates with a couple people at a time, and then once you get to a point, if you get to a point with one of them that you want to pursue that further, then that's when you're kind of like, okay, let me figure out, let me take a step back and like really hone in on this one person. But I think until you get to that point, talking to like two or three people, going on a date here and there with different people, I love that. Like, I think that's something that is not talked about enough, and I don't think like, especially in the Christian world, you don't have to marry the first person that you go on a date with, okay? Okay. Well, um... I look at it this way. I agree with everything you just said. I equally want to just get back into um, the rhythm of putting myself out there yeah. and meeting new people. Yeah. Um, but I'm involved in enough things that I fully, 
like if I was supposed to meet somebody in the wild, you know, at, yeah. um, by now, <laughs> not saying that I couldn't in the future, but like I am not the person that just sits at home wondering why I'm single. Exactly. Like, I'm out. I'm out with friends. Um, I'm going out with like, I'll go out with all girlfriends. I'll go out with my guy friends. I'll go out with my family. Mm-hmm. I am involved in my church. I go and hang out at like coffee shops by myself. Like I do you kind do of the things. things that you do. And I don't usually have my headphones in when I'm like grocery shopping, like just the kind of stuff that you're like. Am I approachable? Am I personable? Those types of things. I am. Like, I'm yeah. good. I, I genuinely don't need to work on that. I don't need to worry about exactly. that part. Um, it hasn't happened, and it just hasn't happened. It's not because I've, of a lack on my end. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, okay, well, there's another avenue, mm-hmm. which is this area that <clears throat> allegedly, like, the people are on there because they're interested in – they're single and they're interested in, you know, finding a partner, whatever, whatever version that is. Mm-hmm. Um, the hard part for today is – Knowing the word Christian means something very different than for a lot of like people. from what I mean, yeah. you know, for what they mean. Yeah. So, um, to to people, you know, people will put it like they put their how they vote, yeah. you know, and it's like it's more a label than it is a lifestyle, and you know that kind of thing. And so it's one of those where I can get a read on somebody real quick, yep. you know, but on their profile I can't. Yeah. So that's one area. I like pride myself in the fact that I can usually tell I can tell if a if a great relationship between two of my friends is going to last or not. Mm-hmm. Like most of the time, not every time, but but I can usually tell. Um, I can tell like if somebody's wearing a mask with me or not. You mm-hmm. know, like those types of things, and not like they're always just this horrible thing. I can just know it so that I can kind of gently tiptoe around and eventually be like, "What's going on?" Yeah. You know? Um, and I can't exactly do that with their profile, but some things you can. Yeah. I.E. <laughs> so with um, Hinge, they have prompts. Did you ever do Hinge? No. Okay. So I've heard good things about it. Not like it's the greatest, right. but I've, I've just heard some good things about it. And I do, I will say, I do like it. Mm-hmm. I think that the format is really good because um, you have to have six pictures or videos you can put up, which I think is great. That's cool. Um, they have voice prompts. Yeah. So you can like answer a question and stuff so you can hear their voice. Um, which is really great. It does help a little bit with the personality side. And then they give you, like, um, prompts. So they might, like, ask a question that you can answer, yeah. you know, or, like, you've, you've finished the sentence, mm-hmm. which is helpful. Um, and so one guy um, one guy said um, – or, like, he, there was a picture, right? Mm-hmm. And he um, – I might share these on the pod, like, or on the Instagram because they're so good. Um, but he is sitting, he's sitting, like, at this kind of outdoor eating seating area, right? And a girl is sitting on his lap and another girl is next to him leaning in and smiling. And they either – they might have had, like, beers in their hand. I can't remember. Um, and below it, it said, the most important thing in a relationship is trust. Ah! Uh, uh. Uh, uh, uh. I just was like that. I, that it was pure gold. That's, like I like you can't and make I, that up. Yeah, and like you can hit an X if you don't want if you're not interested in you know seeing their profile or whatever. Um, but the way it works is like I could like a picture. That's all. Yeah, and then they get notified that I liked it, and like if they see me and they like what they see, we can match. Yeah. So it's not like the swipe left, swipe right of Tinder and Bumble. Um, and so that those are those are the little things that I'm kind of enjoying, but. Yeah, it's interesting. There I, are some attractive dudes on there. So yeah, I mean, we'll I can't wait. This is good content. So <laughs> listen, I'm here for it either way. You're strong, and I know that, like, yes. this is good. I'm not like, oh, I can't wait to hear Sophie's horror stories. But oh I'm like, gosh. you are you know yourself. You got this. And I'm, like, really excited yeah. to hear about yeah. it. 
Yeah, I'll uh, I'll keep you posted. Some of the gems I might throw onto the uh, stories, you know, I for our Instagram page. Here for so it. follow it. It's at Hallmark underscore Remarks Pod yep. on Instagram. Yep. Um, and so you can see like what those are. But that's my big announcement. I'm going. I'm trying to be intentional with yep. it while also understanding that um, emotionally speaking, like. I can be tapped out because I am a mom and we're still going through just some crazy stuff mm-hmm. with um, Haley's case and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's my big announcement. Hey, I hey, love this. So of- Emily actually didn't know. I totally teased her like yeah, three days ago. I was like, what is like, something? What <laughs> I was like, what is something I don't know about what's going on? So, yeah, so um, I'm excited for you and Thank this you. content gold and also like I kind of want to see your profile so if you ever share that oh yeah actually <laughs> I think I did a screen recording for uh, my friends Allie and Sarah it's awesome to too oh yeah <laughs> I'm so excited see it. I love oh, that. oh I'm glad you said that because I, okay listeners you're gonna so love this and Emily you're gonna love this one of the things that said my controversial opinion is <laughs> oh my gosh what'd you say <laughs> Die Hard is not Christmas movie. Yes, I cannot wait. <laughs> and every day I get no less than 10 guys responding to my profile at that one. Because you can also pick one of those things that you just reply to. So yeah. like, I could get a notification that they liked a certain picture. Um, and I will say, I can tell the guys who fully look at my profile because they didn't like my first picture. Yeah. You know? um, but more often than not, I have one of my water skiing ones. Yeah. And, like, and people will be like, this is awesome. Can you please teach me? Which that's always a fun like conversation starter. Yeah. Or it'll be what like it totally is or whatever mm-hmm. and only one guy that said that and i actually wanted to have a conversation with the other guys i was like that's funny that you responded and i love that like that could yeah. make it happen but i'm not interested in who yeah. responded you know exactly um but i was like i love that because guys literally cannot help they themselves. can't help they themselves to say something it's so <laughs> funny oh that's gold well speaking of a controversial opinion um i know last week we mentioned the side part center part situation middle part who calls it center part oh i don't that's a dancer thing i don't know why you have a center split and i i'm in dance teacher mode because i'm back to teaching this week center center part i can't believe i just said that (laughs) um that's that's hilarious but i mean i have one to share Mm. if you're ready for it i don't know if you're ready for it um my controversial opinion is that i don't think sloths are cute at all I don't get the hype. I don't get the hype around sloths. I don't, okay, so the, I don't. the 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 unpopular opinion is: Are sloths cute or not? Right? No. Okay, no, and not. you're saying no. No. Um, I have to agree. I think they are not cute, they're, especially in real life. They're they, claws. Oh my gosh. Cartoon sloths, maybe like Sid the sloth is the exception, but like but I wouldn't say he's cute. He's just hilarious. He's just funny, and his voice is yeah. funny, but like. They have those big claws, and it's really creepy, and I don't like sloths. I don't think they're cute. Um, and also, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, so. The end. Have a great week. The end. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Friends, if you have listened to even half of an episode of our podcast, you know how much I love coffee. But what can I say? I just love that first sip in the morning, and I'm ready to tackle my day. But on those colder days or maybe those mornings where I don't want to hit the ground running, I want to just start nice and slow and ease into my day, I get a cup of Legacy Roasting Company's Holiday Blend Coffee. It has flavor notes like citrus, vanilla, dark chocolate, and it's a medium roast blend of perfectly blended coffee from Ethiopia and Mexico. Sophie and I love this coffee oh so much. 
Our friends at Legacy have given us a code just for Hallmark Remark listeners. So if you want to try any of their amazing blends, honestly, they're all so good. Or if you want to try the holiday blend for Christmas time, go to www.legacyroasting.com shop and use the code Hallmark Remarks at checkout for 15% off your order. So stock up for gifts for you, for your friends, you know, because we all shop for ourselves this time of year too. They even give free shipping for orders of $50 or more. Go to www.legacyroasting.com shop. Use Hallmark Remarks at checkout and get 15% off your order and tell us which ones you got.